Welcome to Cameron Cast. I'm Tanby. And I'm Aaron. And this is our seventh heaven podcast again from the outside. Yeah, we recorded these all in one day. Surprise! <laughs> Getting uh, some inside knowledge about how we do our podcasting. So, on today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be discussing Season 8 and Episode 12 of Seventh Heaven, the title of which is The Prodigal Father. Our IMDb user synopsis is, Paris meets up with her ex-husband Vic, who wants to be a part of the life again. Paris does not want him back, and Peter is afraid it would affect his relationship with Chandler. Eric tries to find, tries to find a way to help Vic. What was your first impression of this episode? Um, I will, again, give credit where credit is due to Seventh Heaven about uh, being gutsy and having the entire episode be about one thing in particular. Uh, Uh, Like a secondary character, because it was mostly about Peter, I would say, and then his father, who was just introduced in this episode. Uh, And I think... It was, it was very much about fathers and about fathers' roles. I also, I will say, really appreciated that Peter is really no-nonsense with the Camdens, and he's like, look, I can't really take what you guys have to say about fathers seriously because you're the Camdens, and you are Have lot- the perfect family and the yeah. perfect life and blah, blah, blah. So your advice is very uncalled for. But I will say that it was disappointing when, in the end, like... We'll discuss this in the episode, but basically, Peter spends most of the episode disparaging the return of his father, but then when he finally does see his father, he's like, I love you, or he doesn't say that, but like... He he, embra- he runs into his arms, and they share a warm embrace. And I kind of wish they had gone with the not I have- still resent you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, having a more, I don't know, I, I feel like realistic representation about what the relationship is. There are wild like. bunnies. I can see wild bunnies. So many exciting things outdoors. <laughs> anyway, sorry to interrupt, but I saw the wild bunnies and I couldn't help myself. So yeah, that that's basically what my first impression is. Okay. Um, so the cold open starts with the return of Paris. So she has not abandoned Peter forever. And she's having a conversation with the Rev about, well, she doesn't really hide the ball. She's like, I met up with my ex-husband. You know, Peter had this like weird premonition about what Paris's business trip was what the actual reality of it was. And somehow Peter knew that Paris was meeting up with his father, her ex-husband, George Vickery, um, or they just call him Vic. So we learn that, Paris has learned that um, Peter's dad is sober and um, that basically um, she can't deny Peter's father the right to see Peter because in the divorce they agreed on some sort of visitation schedule however Peter's father has never taken advantage of the visitation so Paris was like oh I didn't think he would ever actually want like take advantage of it so we learned that not only is he sober but he has a job he's working as a teacher at a community college uh and uh, like an art teacher specifically so we learned for the first time that he's an artist uh in the cold open we also have Chandler pop up and Chandler thinks that Paris is at the church for him but he very quickly finds out that's not the case so this episode revolves, as we said, completely around Peter and his father and what's going to happen next. So we're just going to talk about it. Uh, so I guess we should address the Chandler-Paris situation first. Uh, in the previous episode, we spoke about the fact that Chandler is very ready to kind of be Peter's father and marry into the family. But we find out that Paris is not on the same page as him. And with the introduction of Vic, it's probably not going to be possible for Chandler to live this dream out. So, the episode kind of gets into, first, 
Chandler's heartbreak, but then also uh, Chandler wanting to get back to the root of things and why he's in Glen Oak in the first place, which is helping the community. So he comes up with this, uh, I guess this plan? I don't really understand where this came from. I found this kind of plot point to be a little bit out of left field. Um, Agreed. It felt like a completely different episode. Because they kept trying to link it back to the whole idea of fathers and, like, coming and going and how life goes on and, like, you know, uh, parents take care of kids until kids need to take care of their parents kind of thing. Um, But I don't know. Chandler enlists some of the Camdens. Well, it it ends up being all of the Camdens eventually into helping... um, uh, like a house, like basically this man, a churchgoer's intellectually disabled son and all of his friends move into a house and Chandler's like, we need to help some people move and they really need it. And I'm like, okay. Uh, And this like, for some reason, is also part of the Rev's plan to try to get Vic more like into the mix, into the... Because everybody hates Vic um, because he's very abrasive and um, kind of a a jerk. Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So he's, like, also involved somehow. But I, I agree with Aaron. That's really disconnected from, like, the main crux of the episode. So what we have, obviously, is that Vic wants to meet uh, his son and wants to meet his son and Paris and be more involved in his son's life. Uh, but Paris decides that she wants Vic and the Rev to meet first before any contact is made between Vic and Peter. Uh, so we we are introduced to him first when he sits down with the Rev. Well, first he runs I th- he runs into Chandler in the hallway of the church. So, haha, you know whatever we're supposed to be like. How awkward! They don't even know who, that the other is who the other is. So this is definitely a new character in uh, Camden lore in like Seventh Heaven lore. In that he's kind of I don't know. I feel like he's really real, but like also horrible. Like. I don't. It's you. It's a character that you know that has been through a lot, and that like the world and like life hasn't really treated him kindly, and he's very happy with where he's at, but he also hates himself. So there's a lot of nuances to his character, but it's completely new for I feel like anybody in the Camden's life and the Rev. So the Rev says like at some point that he really wished he could hit Vic in the face with a newspaper, like because he was getting so frustrating. Uh, and on the other side of things, we have, we kind of follow Peter and his emotional trajectory in, like... He spends a lot of time, um, with different members of the Camden family, um, as well as, like, Kevin and, um, Roxanne isn't in this episode, is she? No, um, she is, she is. Oh, okay. <laughs> Martin. Martin. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um... The, so she's, yeah, Martin, um, Kevin, the rest of the Camden family. Peter bounces off, like, bounces this idea off of them. He's got this big speech planned to to um, kind of tell his father off. So um, every everyone basically is like, how could you? You can't do that to your father, you know, um, because basically Peter Peter's planning to tell him, like, I hate you, um, you, like, ruined my life kind of deal and you were made made sober so uh and kevin plays this card that you were talking about that you don't really like if you want to speak a little bit more to that so 
Kevin's whole thing is that he wishes he had a chance to talk to his father because his father is dead and that uh, Peter shouldn't give up this opportunity to do so. I hate that. <laughs> like, plain and simple. I think it's really nonsensical to equivocate one one's own relationship with their deceased father to one's to somebody else's relationship with their alive father, especially when those fathers are two completely different people and you had a different relationship with your father and that person's father is a, a guy that abandoned him and was drunk, or was a drunkard, you know? Like, you just because somebody's gone from your life doesn't mean you should be telling other people to value that person in their life when... That person... It's a whole totally different situation. Yeah. So, like, you don't know... Like, Kevin's never met Vic, uh, so he has no real business to be um, giving Peter any advice. Especially because in the episode, Kevin asked Roxanne to find information out about Rick to make, Vic, sorry, to make sure that he's, like, above, like, board and everything. Like, does he have any, like, past crimes, or does he have a rap sheet? So, like, even... Kevin doesn't t trust Vic, but for, for some reason he's telling Peter to be nice to him. Uh, and that's kind of the message he gets from every single person, including Martin, who says, I could never talk to my father like that. He's in the military. And, like... And he's like, oh, I'd be on the floor. And uh, Peter was like, oh, your father hits you? And Martin's like, no, he never, he's never hit me, but um, he would if I spoke to him like that. Or, like, I presume he would if he, I spoke to him like that. Lucy is like, you know, maybe you should say... Like, I'm happy you're feeling you're sober now, but the things that you did when you were drunk were uncalled for. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it really hits Peter, or hit, like, the, the real, like, drama for Peter happens with Ruthie because Ruthie's trying to be, you know, a good girlfriend, a good friend, and, like, be like, I think you should give your father a chance and that you could. It, it doesn't have to be either Chandler or Vic. It could be Chandler and Vic in your, like, life. Mm -hmm. And uh, Peter doesn't really take very kindly to that. Uh, it's explained later that that's because, like, Peter wasn't willing to accept Vic at first and, like, Ruthie was telling him to. But I don't... I don't know. I thought that... If they're really going to do, like, uh, drama and tension between Vic and Ruthie, I feel like... Uh, not Vic, sorry. Peter and Peter Ruthie. Peter and Ruthie, yeah. They should... It should have been done better. I thought this was kind of lame. Yeah, um, I agree wholeheartedly. Anyway, so as we said, Peter's got all this big, this big speech planned, um, and what eventually happens when he sees his father is that he's, like, overwhelmed with, I guess, emotion, and, like, you know, it's Papa. So he runs to into Vic's arms, and he embraces him at the promenade, and he never really delivers his big speech because he's just like daddy yeah basically it is it is a very emotional scene and i will say that like i'm really not invested in a lot of seventh heaven but that was i think it was it was a nice scene like well i think we've been like peter is a very likable character yes, and you yes. saw he was like very vulnerable and i don't know just kind of um i, I don't know i feel like this makes sense um because peter is also very sensitive i think we've been shown yes yes and um and his father... Has, his it's hard to imagine him being, like, yeah. rude or mean. And I think his, you know, his father... Although, no, he has a little bit of a bite to him. Because, oh, like, with, with Dick, when he was like, oh, what are you going to do to me? And, like, he said something to uh, Chandler at the, in the, at the beginning of, the, of this episode. And, and um, like, Paris was like, Peter! It was about, like, are you not up for the competition between Vic and Yeah, Vic? yeah, that was it. And, and uh, so... 
I think it was a moving moment. I appreciated it. It was like done with no music. I feel like, or if there was music, I was very negligible. Nah, there was no music. Yeah, and it was. I think it was poignant. It was a good. It was well done. It was well shot as well. Like him running towards his father. Yeah. Uh. So. The second latter half of the episode is really about the fact the that moving the the um like the moving like project yeah is and, the second half of the episode and it makes no sense yeah. and it's also really about like how the Camdens don't like Vic like, right it's moved on from Peter's like willing to have him in his life like very slowly and like welcome like I- incrementally but like the Camdens are like uh, I don't really like him like Kevin's Venom doesn't like him Ruthie's Venom doesn't like him. Uh, the Rev doesn't like him. Like, he's rude, blah, blah, blah. And I guess, like, they're the... The the point of this... Like, I don't even know what the point is of this moving project. But uh, Vic's whole thing is that he created a painting for the new house. And he arrives with Peter, but the painting tears as Vic's taking it out. And Vic is kind of, like, very... I self- need a drink. <laughs> yeah, very, like, self-deprecating. He's very, like, I'm a moron, I'm an idiot, I'm so stupid. But then, like the people that he made the painting for are like, this is beautiful. It doesn't matter that it's not perfect. Yeah. And so I guess this is another thing, like, that people don't, like, fathers don't have to be perfect, but they're still fathers, etc., etc. I also just have one more comment about on this. Uh, Vic doesn't go to AA. Well, yeah, he tells the Rev, like, oh, well, I'm not an alcoholic because, like, he doesn't drink anymore. Um, but that's, I mean... Um, that's the point of AA. Right, right. Just having, like, support. Like, you can't... It's hard to do it alone, so having a support system is, like, good. But I guess that's... Um, but again, I, I can see the point as well that people have different, um, like, roads to recovery. Right, and right, some yeah. people might not find that helpful. That's true. That's true. Um, and they might see it as, I don't know, um, unnecessary. Like, yeah, people have different, um, yeah. co- different recoveries, so... Um, it's, yeah. I guess it's personal preference. If some people might find it helpful and some might not, so. So this is the, the introduction of Vic into uh, Seventh Heaven and into the Camden's lives, uh, which means that we have more of this to come potentially. We have a lot more, a lot more of this to come. We have not seen the last of Vic uh, at all. So. This begs the question, like, where could this go? We obviously have the element of a potential triangle between Paris, Vic, and Chandler. We have the introduction of Vic into uh, Peter's life and how that's going to affect Peter. We already see it affecting his relationship with Ruthie. Uh, Yeah, I mean... I just also want to make one more... Like, I hate this idea, and it happens on television and in movies, where divorced parents, like, reunite and reconcile and end up, like, getting married again. And I think... That's a, a, a fallacy, yeah. because that doesn't really happen in real life. Even though Vic, you know, is sober now, and he might be, like, the Vic that Paris fell in love with, they're at different places in their lives. He's hurt them a lot before, so, like, I don't think a lot of people would be willing to forget, like, maybe forgive, but not going to forget right. that and go back to the same situation that you were in when you got divorced. So it's, like... Uh, I I don't I don't like this idea of like setting up this like love triangle now between Chandler Vic and Paris, which they kind of already are pr- like I forget if it yeah, really it co- I forget if it continues no if it if, if it continues on, but, but they, they like have planted the, seeds. Yeah, they've set they've set it up, and I don't uh, recall like if it goes on how long it goes on for, but it's not um, a good device 
that happens in movies and TVs. Like, I, it's like, I get the idea is supposed to be like, he's changed so much, he's back to who he was, but, like, that's not how life works. Uh, yeah, my last That's like going backwards, changing to go backwards to who you were. Uh, I guess my last comment on this would be that I am, it's, I am interested to, in seeing how uh, his very blunt personality and his, he's very different from anybody else in the Camden's life, how that will work in the Camden dynamic, in the Seventh Heaven dynamic. I feel like everybody that's kind of entered and exited their lives has never, hasn't, or like, and stayed for long periods of time, has been generally pretty likable. I mean, like, Roxanne- Oh, well, of course, Vic is not going to stay this way. Like, oh, I, I know, oh, I right. know this. You know, he's going to get to know the Camdens, and the Camdens are going to change his life, of course, because that's how Seventh Heaven works. Oh, they well, bring in some, someone that the Camdens don't like, and the Camdens change them to be what the Camdens like. Well, that's completely unrealistic. But okay. Well, haven't fine. you already I seen? Th- haven't you already seen this happen, Robbie? Um, well, I feel like Robbie was still like a. Uh, he's still like maturing, yeah. So that's a little different. But they've done it with other adults. I can't think of who. But like, Roxanne's still Roxanne, and Chandler's still Chandler. Yeah. They like didn't change for the Camdens. Yeah, but Robbie, I, I get Robbie. Robbie makes sense. The Camdens kind of groom people who come into their lives oh, to act like the Camdens. Creepy? Is that creepy? That's so creepy. Well, that's what, I'm just saying that's yes, what I perceive yeah. and observe on the show. I, can't, I guess Cecilia is now like a shell of herself. <laughs> yeah, she just lives to take care of the twins. Which, this was the first episode that the twins did not appear in since they were... That's such a lie. That's not true. Well, according to the internet, that's what... That's a lie, because when they were... Remember those huge episodes at a time where we wouldn't see them and they just someone would just be like, let me go check out... When they were little babies... And we'd forget oh. about them for entire episodes. This, the, with the twins, the, with the, the acting twins, Sam and Lorenzo, is that what their yeah. names are? That, this is the first time they, like, since they've been on the show, that they're not on the show. That's what I meant. Not the twins generally. I mean, those specific actors. Okay, so that's a very specific, um, that's like when they pull, like, baseball stats when somebody is, like, up at bat with, like, they're like, with runners at second and, like, runners... Two outs. Two, with, yeah, like, with one out and a runner at first and a runner at third and possibly maybe one will steal, like... Yeah. <laughs> like it and is. it's like, that's only happened once in this person's career and it's like, they have a 900 batting average. Um, so? So anyway, if really oddly specific statistics bother you, reach out to us. Uh, but before you do that... <laughs> Aaron, why don't you tell us what you would rate this episode? Oh, jeez, it's real bad. I'm oh, gonna, geez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I'm going to give it a two. Uh, I actually think I will give this episode a, a three. A three. A three. Right. Uh, uh, before we start talking about our social media, just very quickly, we got uh, an email from one of our listeners. Katie. Yes. Uh, really appreciated she was talking about how, when she listens and how it's kind of reminding of her about when she used to watch a show live. And how she, uh, yeah, it's basically nostalgic, but also she pointed out that we spoke a few episodes ago, um, I don't know how many it is now, about how, well, this is a recurring theme. We don't know why we're supposed to care about Roxanne or Chandler. They came in and they were kind of attached to Kevin, who was who came who was not a Camden family member either, and Chandler was attached to like the Rev sort of. Now there's no need for them really to be. They're not creating conflict anymore. Um, which I get was, why Roxanne is there, but she should not be a main character. 
Right. And she... And absolutely, absolutely, especially because she's not dating Chandler anymore. So, like, when they were dating each other, it's just like, why should we care? Because both of these characters were kind of introduced just to create conflict. The conflict has been resolved. I get that, yeah, um, Kevin's going to continue to have a police partner. But anyway, so thanks, Katie, for agreeing with us about that. If you don't care about Roxanne or Chandler, you can let us know um, by emailing us at camdencast at gmail.com. Um, you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram. Our handle is at CamdenCastShow. Uh, we are Facebook.com backslash CamdenCast, or just forward slash CamdenCast. I don't know. Um, and you can listen to us uh, with new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday uh, at SoundCloud.com slash CamdenCast, on Stitcher, or on the Apple iTunes podcast app. I'm Erin. I'm Tanvi. This is CamdenCast. <laughs>